Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Action! Ted Hargrave. Good to see you too in this small little awkward couch here. Um, Thanks for coming to Salt Spring Island today. Oh man, it's good to be here. And for all of you out there in watcher and listener land today, uh, we're going to talk about everything Mighty Networks Communities. This is the three-year check-in on how the Marketing for Hippies membership mm-hmm. has been going, what lessons you've learned, what are you doing for marketing, um, what are you finding has worked, hasn't worked, what things have you had to pivot and change, mm-hmm. all the things. So anybody out there who is building a mighty network, who's building an online community, who's been thinking about it, who says, this is the year you're going to create your subscription or membership. Magic Media right now, we're building our 16th, 17th, and 18th mighty network communities over the last four or five years. So um, I'll try and chime in in certain points. And I'm sure we're all going to go on a little 30 to 45 minute adventure of learning about how to make awesome communities. So uh Three years, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much. For somebody who had so much resistance to building yes, I did. <laughs> an online community, it seems to be going pretty good. Yeah, it went from something that, well, I thought I'd probably do one day to my main thing. It's my main source of income. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And before you had an online community space, what was your main source of income? What were you doing? I had a mentorship program where I was charging people 400 US a month for a group of 12 doing deeper coaching. So, I mean, I suppose context financially, of course, that 400 US. So when it was sold out, that was six grand uh, a month US that I was making. And now it's more like 30, 40 grand a month. Or yeah, somewhere in there. Dude. Yeah. See, that's amazing. So we're going to talk about some of the secrets to that success, because if I remember correctly, um, when you launched the community, the goal was, I think, 150 and we hit like a few over 150. Is that accurate? Yeah. And so you've grown it from that 150 members, like you must have somewhere around a few hundred-ish per month. I do. This is part of our challenge because we're not using the Mighty Network's uh, payment system yeah we're using thrive cart so when we've got a bunch of comps and yeah so but it's um i uh, yeah it's i think over 300 members amazing yeah. i could probably quickly show you in thrive cart how to tally that up i would later be on. thrilled if you could we'll save that for later okay <laughs> so let's just kind of talk general broad strokes uh how are you feeling three years in from having the community what's the overall feeling for you it's so good i mean it's um yeah it's just become such a core part of my business core part of my life uh it's hard to imagine not having the the membership uh and i mean as we'll get into it's just also gotten clearer cleaner simpler uh as as it's gone we, um, you know, all sorts of things looking back that it's might have done different. Like one thing, I think if I were to do something different, I wouldn't have given away so many lifetime things. I probably would have done was it, 100, 150 lifetime memberships. Yeah. Well, we also started with two tiers, which we got rid of just in this last year. We finally phased out the, the lower tier. So now it's just one level, $100 a month which feels good what why just for people who are like i'm gonna do two tiered membership why did you limit i also eliminated multi-tiers so what was your reason you know these things seem like it wouldn't complicate anything that much but it becomes like a whole other track to worry about uh, to think about um you've and then you suddenly need more buttons in thrive cart so right now we've got one button you pay for the membership there's that button but as soon as you have uh two tiers well no there's two buttons but actually it's not just two buttons you have four buttons because now you've got an upgrade and a downgrade button Mm. that people click. So if you want to know how many members you have, you've got four different things to go into and look at. Um, And it just became, uh, there were all these little technical frictions and people in the, you know, um, yeah, foundation level 
wanting more than they were getting. Um, I don't know. It just became so confusing and what's included and what, and it just realized, and it made the sales letter as I'm remembering now a little more confusing. Yeah. There are these two levels and what's included here, what's included there. Um, and so it wasn't quite as easy to make the case what we were promoting because the, and then uh, the other reason was I started to realize that a lot of the stuff that was in the foundation level was actually available for free. Well, okay, all the videos are there on YouTube. They're not quite as well organized. I'd released the starter kit, which was one of the main things I was offering internally. So I was like, this is insane. People yeah. are paying for this thing that they could just get for free. Hmm. And nobody ever, you know, called us out on it or, or named it, but it was just within a few months. It's like, we have to start phasing this out because yeah, it's no good. And um, I also, for me, it was, I really wanted to work with people who had skin in the game. And if they couldn't afford a hundred US a month, it just meant that their business, either they weren't sold enough on me, which is fine. Or they, they weren't um, at a stage in business that was developed enough that I would actually want to work with them. Yeah. And I thought I'll just give away all the stuff that's in foundations. I can just give that away for free as the kind of lead magnet and, be really generous up front. And then I said, when you're ready, this is what it costs. It's very simple. It's very clean. And then instead of standing up in front of a crowd and saying, well, I've got a membership and there's actually two tiers. And then this tier, you've got this and this. Oh, wait, what else is included? Okay, but in the full tier, there's a lot more. And then, oh, but, you know, and it gets so, it's just, I've got a membership. Everything's there. It's a hundred bucks. The pitch is much cleaner and simpler. Yeah. Yeah. I found the all-inclusive models a lot easier for people to just be like, okay, that's what I'm doing. I've had it before where it was like the low tier and then the high tier gets all the coaching stuff, like the masterminds and that. I've tried freemium models. I've tried the uh, low paid pricing models. I mean, all of them. I've, I feel like with our magic mind, it, it finally last year landed. I'm like, uh, this feels really good in my being. And it's, it, pricing's a funny thing. It, and it's just the confused mind says no. Yeah, that if you're trying to articulate it, and there's so many different ways it could go, so many different prices, so many different levels, different levels of access of things, I think people just get confused. Yeah. But the reason for me of limiting the lifetime members is um, the benefit of, of inviting people in as lifetime members in the beginning is you kind of bring in a, all the ringers, the people who are your super fans, yeah. and you've got a nice base of support. Uh, of people who just love you and love what you're up to and they're the culture creators yeah. that really get it started which is so nice yeah. um and they're also the people who would probably continue to pay you month after month and so um and the the, the surprise when we did launched it it made so much money that my tax bill the next year was so high because it was just all this money without the, you know the, the correlate expenses so it's something to think about of if you're launching a membership um, if you do the lifetime members, it means you're going to get a lot of money all at once. And just, are you prepared for that tax wise that huge? Cause it, you could make a hundred grand suddenly right there, but depending where you live, a third of that could be taxed. And if you're not prepared for that, because it could put you in a whole other tax bracket as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on that note, a couple other ways that we've experimented, cause we've had people that we've worked with, like, I don't want to do lifetime access. That's just scary or feels wrong. So we're like, Okay, so two other ways that we've done it is like a massive discount if they commit to the full first year. Okay. So it could be anywhere from 30 to 50% mm -hmm. off their first year if they commit for a full year. And then that their funding cycle goes back to the regular price. Mm -hmm. uh, another one is two years for the price of one year. There's another way that we've seen it work. Uh, but doing something straight out of the gate, uh, we used to always do lifetime access because it was the culture creator and it would be a massive boost of income because people would jump in and we saw it again and again and again with the communities we launched mm -hmm. is like, it really spiked the sales large. And I'm sure. sure when you looked at the numbers, you're like, this is awesome. And then you get the tax bill. It's like, this is less awesome. What? But I would say the thing is, if you're going to, it's probably when you launch a membership, there are going to be a bunch of upfront expenses. You may yeah. just want to make sure you have money set aside to pay the people you hire yeah. to help you manage it, which, you know, of course I would urge um, there. And there's all the money spent to build it uh, that you may be paying to people like uh, Bradley or yourself or somebody you hire to do it. And so then that's just a lot of money. So I think offering some deal where you get a big influx of cash can then just equalize that out. Yeah. 
you know, and maybe give you a little bit of extra money. I think it's worth doing the math on what are our expenses going to be to build this? How much do we want saved? And then there's no need to be greedy. It's like, okay, the rest of the money will come over time in the monthly, uh, in the monthly payments. Yeah. So that's, that's something I probably would uh, shift, uh, you know, if I were to launch another membership, I would offer some either lifetime or a full year at a discount or two for one. I like, and, but then ideally they go back to paying on a monthly basis. Cause those are the people, if they're, if they want to spend a thousand dollars for a lifetime, they love you. Yeah. They're, they're into you. Yeah. Um, the, um, and, but of course, in the early days, I think there's so much experimenting, uh, both in terms of the marketing, but also the, the, the structure, you know, the, the, um, what do you do? How often do you do it in the membership? What kinds of calls, what kinds of, uh, programs what kinds of services are you offering within the membership and um i think it's fine that the first year so you're just there's a kind of freewheeling you're trying a bunch of stuff for example in our membership we have a bunch of um member-led calls i don't lead them i'm not even there for them some of them i've literally never been to because members are leading them they're excited about it uh they had the idea and so those have been things like a, a niching practice where people get together, practice their niche, uh, do a little niching exercise, a point of view practice. We've had a community collaboration call where people just got together and jammed. We've had co-working sessions. We uh, have had uh, copy clinics or collabs where people get together, work on their sales copy, uh, content creation jams. We've had a, there's a call where it's uh, people just spend one hour focusing on getting clients. We've tried a bunch of things. So first of all, I think it's good to you, you try a bunch of things to see what works, what do people respond to, um, what feels good. But then the one of the dangers in these memberships is then they can become overwhelming. People go into the events tab and there's too many events and becomes yeah overwhelming. So then it's figuring out how often to do these things. What's the right rhythm? So we had a call in the beginning. I want to do it once a week, which was this um, client catalyst call, spend one hour, just focus on getting clients but the numbers were so low and uh, sometimes nobody would show up. So now I'm going to do it once a quarter, but we'll make a really big deal of it mm. and get more people there. And the niching thing was once a week, but now it's going to go to um, every uh, once a month, but in balance with some calls that I'm leading once a month. So I'll do a call two weeks later. There'll be a practice call, practice, call, practice. So we're trying to figure out a rhythm that is, that's a nice, um, balance that gives spaciousness because more is not always better in these things uh you know if you start doing the member led calls we basically if they're leading a call that's fairly regular that's weekly or monthly they just earn the membership for free that's just the yeah. easy we waive the fee they're in they leave the call uh no problem um but you know i've had a lot of people say oh i'd like to do a weekly call on the inner work i'd like to do a weekly call on this or a monthly call on this and you could just open the doors, but then people are going to get so swamped and they may miss the most important things that you have to offer. So the thing that we actually just came up with is there's that old time management metaphor about the guy who has a jar and he fills it with big stones. Says, is it full? Yeah, you can't get any more big stones. They pours pebbles in. Okay, is it full? Uh, yeah, it's full now. And then it gets sand in, shakes it in. Is it full? Oh, that's definitely full now. The water goes in and and then he says, what's the point of this metaphor? And people say, wow, you can fit a lot more in a jar than you think you could. Like you could fit a lot more in a week of your life than you think you could. And he said, no, that's not the point. The point is if I hadn't put the big rocks in first, they never would have gotten there. So similar thing with the membership. You've got to make sure the big rocks are in first mm. and that they're featured properly. There's got to be some white space around it. There's got to be some uh, attention drawn to it. Because if you send out a newsletter with your membership, which I'd also recommend, you send out a weekly, here's what's coming up. Uh, if you send out something like that, and it's like, hey, here's what's coming up, 100 things in the next month, people are just going to get so swamped. So we experimented a lot the first few years, and we have now trimmed it way, way, way down, where there are very few weekly calls. Mostly it's monthly calls yes. um, or quarterly. There's a weekly call with me. Every once in a while, a bonus call with me. Then there are the calls based on the semesters. Uh, so we have four semesters every year. Uh, there are then, so there would be a call uh, every two weeks with me. And in between those are practice calls. Yeah. Where they're doing some work. Where they're doing some work. Yeah. 
but though that to me that's primary and that's that's why people are joining and we don't want people distracted because then they're just overwhelmed they don't get any results and they leave dissatisfied um so less is often more is what i'm learning with the memberships it's not that i couldn't do more i could do a call out to my members and say who wants to take on another call and i could have three calls a day mm -hmm. happening and it would be more and it would mean less people per call because people can only zoom so much and it would mean then also they're not probably coming to the most important things that have a sequence uh, to them, et cetera. So less is more. Yeah. Let's uh, let's just jam about, cause you and I have different models with, you have your quarterly um, main mm -hmm. trainings that you're doing. I'm doing a lot of workshops and kind of bigger trainings as well for mine. Uh, like I have a workshop coming up this week around uh, building your freedom map, scheduling your success for non-members. They can pay a hundred bucks and join it. Otherwise it's included in the membership. Uh, I've got a training coming up later this month around developing your group coaching program, which is a thousand dollar program, or you can just pay for the magic mind membership. And it's included in that. I'm also experimenting with a model for that one. Just total side conversation around the honor system. Okay. So as you know, like we've done, Magic Media has been doing revenue share projects for a lot of years on how we partner with people. So this is an experiment where people can, they can pay the thousand bucks or if that's too much and they can't afford the 247 a month, they can pay $300 down and then 20% of the revenue that I help them generate by going through the program, mm. which if they make $100,000, I win and they're going to win. Mm. Um, so that's an experiment and I've had, a, there's been quite a few people that have started to do the honor system one. So I'm curious to see how that pans out in the end. And I'm sure I'll do a case study about it, but yours is different. Your quarterly programs, people, how are you doing that right now? What's the structure for how people can join your quarterly trainings? Let's do the screen share here. For oh, sure. Uh, this one? No. The sales letter. Uh, I think it's in the same window, right? Yeah. Right here? Right there. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, this is the general outline of it. We have four semesters. Um, and then uh, as you can see, the winter. And by the way, we, I, we had to change it. These are the little things you learn. It was initially semester one, two, three, four. But then uh, it'd be the hub market or the, let's say, business model one, which was semester number three. People say, oh, I'll wait till the semester one to join. As if there was an order, like you had to start with one. And it isn't that way, you know. Yeah. So we renamed it to winter, spring, summer, autumn, that it's a cycle. Because otherwise, yeah, people were just were saying they'd wait until January. For, and there's just no reason for it. Yeah. So little thing. But so each of them, as you can see, is three months long. Uh, the structure of it is there's a call every two weeks with me. Over the time, then at the end of it, there's a deep dive call, which is a three hour wrap everything up uh, thing, which I do recommend that when people join, they're joining to get a particular result. And my also my semesters are probably a little broader than a semester could be or a program could be. Uh, it's even better if the program has a really specific, like Brad's got his program on the um the signature workshop. And at the end, you have a signature workshop. None of my semesters really promise that kind of a practical, your homepage is done. We've got your bio written. We've got you booked on podcasts. So it, it's not uh, as ideal in that way, but still, I think it's good to think, okay, at the end of the semester, how do we end strong? And how do we just tie a, a little uh, string around the bouquet of everything we learned? bring it together in some way that that gives them next steps that gives them the sense of completion um yeah and then the you can see the black circle with the arrow in the center and that's the the niche uh, arc and so this is a year-long arc because again experimenting a lot i've experimented with niche projects uh, and courses more than anything i've written ebooks about it, i've done webinars about it i had a 30-day program on it, a 90-day program. I started a whole website, nichingspiral.com, which is now defunct. Then I finally moved everything into the membership and there wasn't even a semester for it, even though it's such a core thing. And I kept thinking, how do I do this? Because it's not, I found even 90 days was a little too short. 90 days was felt tight with the amount of depth that people often need to go to. Mm. Um, 
it's been a group program and one-on-one we can make a lot of progress in an hour when I do, you know, puttering sessions, but group, it's a, a different beast. So I thought, what if I did it over a year? And then that's also an incentive for people to stick around in the membership longer. Cause there's this whole arc that could do a year long thing uh, around niching. So that's a monthly call with me. And then two weeks later, there'd be a practice call. Then a call with me, you know, so every two weeks. So as you can see there, that's the main rhythm. And then all the other member-led calls or little webinars are sort of on top of that. But this is really the focus. And in terms of marketing, this is these are all also the on-ramps. Yeah. So leading up to, uh, so I've been working with Ross O'Loughlin, conversionengineering.co, who I recommend. Um, and so when the semester is coming up, there's a few things I often do. The most important is I just sent an email to my list saying, hey, um, we got a semester. We're getting a, a you know group of entrepreneurs together who are interested in working on uh, developing their and honing their point of view, you know, thought leadership, really taking some time to think that through. Um, this could be for you if bah, 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 there's some kind of filtering, simple filtering things. And, and, you know, if this seems like it's fit for you, just click reply, let me know. And that we have a little email conversation to see if it's a fit, which has been nice because the, I have told a lot of people, no, they've emailed me and I said, this is not the best thing for you. Or it might be, you can try. And some of them I'll just say, look, it might be, I don't know for sure in your situation, but if it doesn't work, I'll just refund you. You know, feel free to give it a try. Let's just see how it goes. Uh, but there's a bit of a conversation. I also do a webinar on the topic. And in the webinar, there's a shameless plug for that semester. And then just for fun, because I enjoy it and I get to learn something too. I've been doing these round tables where I get together a group of my favorite uh, colleagues on that topic. They get 10 minutes each to just share one practical, like here for point of view marketing, here's my favorite exercise around point of view marketing, or here's my favorite example. They just get 10 minutes to share whatever they want to share that'll be useful. So there's three little on-ramps. Of course, there's a reminder email. And so every semester we've been getting anywhere between, let's say 30 to 60 people on average joining the membership for uh, for those semesters. So it's not, since we launched the membership in December, 2020, I haven't actually done a, uh, well, June that year, we did one more intake, but otherwise we didn't, um, I haven't emailed my list about it. It's all been joined for this semester, not, hey, here's the membership. And at some point this year, once I feel like I've got it um, refined in the way I want it to be, I will be doing another email and campaign of just, hey, yes, there are semesters, but there's also a membership you might just want to join for everything that's in it. It's all my content, a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and again, just the, the simple hundred bucks, it's everything very easy for people to understand. I also just want to say for people to receive that permission is like you're on year three. This is like when you're building an online community, a membership, a space, one, it's a labor of love expected to be a long game. You don't build an online community for pure passive income. That's not the purpose of it. It's the mm -hmm. purpose of it is connection. It's providing value. It's bringing all your people together so they can connect with each other. There's also giving yourself permission for a lot of experimentation. As you said, it's like some things you're going to lead with different events that you're going to be doing regularly, different types of content, workshops, mm -hmm. trainings, et cetera. Some of them are going to have a lot of energy around them. Those are the ones to keep going with other ones. As Taz said, is like, if it's not working, if people aren't showing up, let people know you're thinking about letting it go. You can also in mighty networks, there's the ask a question feature, ask at least one question a week. One of the questions I'm asking today is like, what skills do you want to learn as an entrepreneur and a creator this year so that we can cater content and curate different guests to come in and help teach those different skills for people? So, you know, part of the community, which is different than, say, running a newsletter, a really specific course is you're listening to your people, you're watching how they're showing up and engaging, and then you're trying to create an experience that really gets them to show up. And Tad's on year three. And as he said, it's still not perfect the way he wants a design you're always working on it and tweaking and refining and moving things around so just know that you can launch a community it doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to have a content library of 500 different articles and courses and all that you can literally my wife is launching one next next month and it's going to be a build as she goes there's going to be some specific rhythms every month 
and the content library will build over time. You don't have to have that before you go live. You just have to be willing to experiment, communicate and listen. And then you and your members will grow this thing together based on the needs and desires of the community. Yeah, a, a couple of thoughts on this. One is um, track attendance. Make sure you're tracking how many, even if it's member-led calls, ask the people who are leading it to be tracking, to report to you how many people came. Because it's very easy to lose track of that. And you think, oh, my membership is great. You know, we have all these calls happening all the time. And then if you were to check the numbers, you know, you can do this on Zoom if you're using that or, or members, the people leading it can just write it down. You'll see, oh, there are two people at each of these. And you're spreading yourself so thin and you're working so hard then to replace, oh, God, this person can't do it anymore. We have to find somebody to do, do you? Or was that something that member was excited to lead and maybe you can just let it go. Um, your members might get cranky. Oh no, but we love this call. And it's good to remind your members, you can keep doing that outside of the membership on your own, but we don't need to clog the schedule with something where it's only the, the same six or seven people coming every single week. Mm. That's a pod that they could absolutely just keep going. They don't need the infrastructure of a membership to keep it going. So if you start to see that, it's like, it's always the same people. Nobody knew is trying it out. There's not a lot of appeal. And I, I, I would tell members frequently, it's like, yeah, use it or lose it. I and mean, it's not um, that they need to. It's just if you're not using it, that tells us you don't want it. So we're going to find something that you want. Um, but if you do want it, don't just assume it's going to be there if nobody shows up. Um, that's the metric that we're, we're using. And, you know, the thing with a membership is on the financial side, on the money-making side of it, of course, the biggest there's a few levers one how many people are joining but the bigger lever is how long are they staying mm -hmm. and if they stick stick around for one month okay so it's a hundred bucks a month and you get 10 people and they stick around for one month well then you made a thousand dollars that month and that's it and over the year you know a thousand bucks period but if we could say okay same 10 people but we figured out a way for them to stick around three months you've now made $3,000, you've made three times the amount of money, et cetera, et cetera, the same number. And if we could get them to say 12 months. So um, this is really important is, you know, you can track these numbers uh, usually like in ThriveCard, it'll tell us on average. So it used to be, I think 4.5 months. Now it's up to 4.9 months uh, that on average people stick around for. So if that can be increased and the thing that increases it is delivering more value clarifying, simplifying, um, you know, the, the tracks that people are on. This was feedback that we got that part of the overwhelm is there's so much stuff in it, but part of it is also not knowing what to do. Oh, this is something I haven't told you about that we're thinking about doing is, so if, of course, if they join for a semester, there's a very easy track, just show up to the calls, yeah. ignore everything else, just do this. But also, um, realizing we can customize a track like oh you're struggling with your niche in this particular way or you're struggling with pricing or you're struggling with this that we could actually create tracks to so go to this first then go do this then go do this that you can create these trails for people you know as you build up content where there's probably a, an order for people to go through th yeah. things in that would make sense to deal with a specific issue so I'm probably going to create a space that has a series of these trails in them. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you're struggling with this, go here. And it lays out all the steps that you might want to take to handle that using the existing content. Um, and the other thing that helps staying in touch is when people join, if you can create some sort of autoresponder sequence. Yes. And that, um, let's say two or three months in, there's just a very short email saying, Hey, How's it going? We'd love to hear. Please click reply and let us know. Something that opens up a conversation where you can start to hear honestly how it's going with people. Um, you know, because the, the feedback that I've gotten um, on the critical side is just it's overwhelming. And so, you know, you if you hear that enough times, you just think, okay, what's <clears throat> overwhelming? Okay, there's too many calls. We got to trim that down. We got to have the paths be a lot uh, simpler. Um, and even that's one of the things I'm going to do. I'm going to be hiring a membership librarian because I have an insane amount of content, uh, which nobody needs at all to have a membership. I just happen to have a lot of content. Yeah. Um, is realizing that I bet you a bunch of that um, content 
would be very helpful for another business coach, you know, who's like wanting to apprentice with me, learn how to be a, a do the marketing for hippies approach, but it's not that useful for members. So one is I'm probably going to strip some of that out, put that in a apprenticeship space for business coaches. The other thing is, um, so one of the things we did for the first three years, I don't know if I'm going to continue doing it. I think I've sort of paused it for now, but is we would, for the weekly calls, we timestamp them mm. and then we would divvy it up. So there were, you know, from one weekly call, we might get 10 videos out of it. Yeah. And those are all, you know, very specific, like working with Bill on his sales letter. But I'm going to have a, and so then each of those becomes its own article in Mighty Networks. But as you can imagine, three years, that's, let's say, at least 150 weekly calls plus bonus calls. Let's just call it 200 times, let's say, conservatively, we get five videos out of each. So then that's, you know, a lot. that's a thousand videos just there. So one of the things I'm going to do um, this year is get a librarian to go through. And let's say we worked with Bill. He came back six times to work on the same sales letter, right? Kept bringing it back, a new version of it. We're going to find all those videos, put them in one article as a kind of case study or story. Nice. And that'll probably then go in the apprenticeship Beautiful. section. So it's like you can follow Bill through his whole journey. Here's the first time he brought it, second time. And you can see the progress. So, you know, if you're yeah. a business coach wanting to learn it. And then that also declutters the uh, membership, which addresses the concern of overwhelm. Yeah. So that's, there's going to be a huge decluttering uh, that we're going to do. I love it. One thing that you wouldn't have time to do um, that I do is when members join, I give them a 15 minute onboarding laser focused coaching session. Mm. Um, And that's helpful for me to prescribe their first three steps of like understanding where they're at, what their intentions are, what needs they have. So for somebody that maybe you're not at the scale that Tad's at right now, you could do that 15 minute call. And then you could say like, here's your first three courses or trainings or articles or things to go do. Once you're done those, let me know. We'll give you the next, the next pieces. Um, And that's, that's been great for me because my membership, it's a different price point. It's meant to be more intimate um, with how we're doing it. And so I can do those onboarding calls with people. Uh, And I also, uh, the way that it it works inside the space is like, there's a customized approach for each individual that I'm following their journey and checking up on them uh, to give them the next step once they've completed the first three steps that I Mm. laid out for them. So for somebody that's like at a smaller scale, that is a, a way that you could do it is just include in their first month, they get that 15 minute onboarding call. As far as onboarding emails goes, those first 30 days of bringing people into your community are essential. So we always do seven emails in the first seven days. And in those first seven days, you're showing them a different part of the, the onboarding process that is all listed in your start here page, but whoever reads a, a start here page from top to bottom. So you're, Bring them in with RSVPing for the events. What's their first course? What are the first materials? How are you getting them to introduce themselves? Hmm. All that sort of stuff is essential. And then sending one or two other community-related emails per week for that first month especially. Uh, Because people already have the addiction to checking Facebook or Instagram Mm -hmm. or YouTube or wherever their go-to spots are. And you have to re-entrain them to come back to your space so that your space becomes the new well that they're returning to. And that's a challenging thing. And, and it takes those daily emails uh, to get them to make this more of a habit of like, oh, I wonder what's happening inside the Marketing for Hippies community. I'm going to go in and check it out today. Yeah, the, the onboarding piece is something that I feel like we're still really dialing, but we've got a number of pieces that I think are pretty good. Um, so first of all, I agree the welcome series, just the regular emails right away, breaking, the, breaking it into bite-sized steps. Uh, Mighty Networks has that great checklist when people mm-hmm. join. There's, you know, they have does the checklist keeps appearing until they check the things off, which I think is very helpful. Um, we in the my membership, we I send I welcome everyone personally. I send them a message, but there's some basically there's a lot of mm-hmm. cut and paste. You know, hey, welcome, good to have you. What do you do? Where are you from? If they haven't listed that in their profile, and then um, I'll ask them. I'm always curious how they heard about it, which is a good question to ask. You know, how did you hear about this membership? What, so you know, it, what marketing is working? Yeah. 
And in my case, it's almost always, always following you for years on YouTube or Instagram and I was on your newsletter and it just felt like the right time. It's usually something like that. And then I'll say, where are you most stuck? Just so I can direct you to the most useful thing. And then I can, I can send them directly, you know, to something very specific. And then there's a, a little message saying, Hey, cool. Thank you so much. If you have any other questions, reach out to the administrator, the, you know, coordinator of the membership. Here's the link. Um, you know, make sure you go through the start here thing, et cetera. And then also, so I welcome people, but also one of the membership coordinators is engaging in a much more robust conversation with them. Uh, just, uh, I think there's like 10 points to it. So send something, get a response, send the next piece, get a response. So they're engaging in that. Um, we're also for the semesters as people are being onboarded for that in, in that first week, we're going to have, um, week or two, there's going to be like six 30-minute session, group sessions that people can come to just welcome, meet each other. Let's just tour you through the thing, uh, you know, in different times for different time zones. So uh, I don't think we've really perfected the onboarding, but I think it's so vital because if they come on and they're overwhelmed with everything, it's just a bad way to start. And then they don't use it. Um, they just mm -hmm. start drowning in it and they're not going to stick around as long, yeah. but if they can get a good welcome, they can be oriented to where the things are that they need. I just think they're more likely to stick around a little bit longer because they don't feel lost. They don't feel overwhelmed. It's like when you went to the first day of high school, you know, a new school and it was so big and overwhelming. You didn't know where anything was and how good it is if somebody can just say, Hey, let me show you around. Um, you know, and they, they walk you around the school. If you get a bit of a tour, you just you're at and you meet some of the people it's so important and speaking of that of like yeah because i couldn't do a 15 minute call with everybody uh who joins you know i get no. 60 new people joining in a semester and then it, it would be a lot and yeah so it's an important question to ask yourself i think one of the most fundamental questions when you're if you're going to start a membership how many people do you want is there a maximum number? In my case, I don't know if there's a maximum number. Maybe that'd be around 500. What I've got is fairly scalable. Yeah. But, um, and then if it's going to be smaller, okay, is this bringing in the money you want? Are you charging an amount that actually feels sustainable for you? Or over time, are you going to just resent your people um, and become bitter about it because you've hit this cap, you know, uh, of income? So you, you really have to, I think, think that through how many people do we want how much money per person. Um, and once you figure that out, then it's okay. How do we host these people as well as possible? Mm -hmm. How do we give them that kind of welcome and the kind of experience that they're looking for? Um, yeah. Nobody just wants to feel invisible, like a number uh, when they join. Uh, and so the bigger it gets, the more, the bigger a team you're going to need, the more support you're going to need to just make sure that everyone's getting their questions answered. Um, you know, having a coordinator hired to just read through the feeds and be responding, encouraging people, cheering people on, uh, that at least there's one person in the membership that sees their comments, that it's not invisible, uh, I think is, is an important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great tips. Um, do you want to, are there any specific marketing strategies that are you're leading to fill your membership? Aside from the semester's um ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. i do the free first thursdays so this is i recommend this for a lot of people basically you do a free why didn't i call it free first fridays it's a more better alliteration. so many apps there it would be great it would have been better yeah yeah <laughs> um but um the doing a free call free coaching call so i do that once a month uh first thursday of every month and it's 90 minutes the two provisos people are told in the registration and at the very beginning of the call, we will record this and put it on YouTube publicly. So anything you say is going to be shared. Number two, uh, there'll be a five minute shameless plug for the membership in it. And so that's what happens. So number one, it gives me free content for YouTube that I can put up, but it also gives me a chance to share the membership and key little pro tip. Don't wait until the end because you'll have less people at the end. So somewhere half an hour in, you're probably at your peak of a 90 minute call. You, you do the shameless plug then. And it doesn't have to take long, no high pressure or anything. It's just, okay, so if you like this and you wanna do this more often, you know, we do this once a week in my membership, it's kind of like this. 
and here's what else you get. Here's a little tour through. Um, ah, the other thing that's very helpful that I started doing in the UK, this is so simple, uh, but it helped is asking people to share on social media during the call. Mm. So just, Hey, um, you know, during this call, if, you know, some people wonder, you know, can I take photos or record and, and, you know, I'm okay. You just go right ahead. And, uh, and here's my, you know, Instagram handle. So I have a little slide that I show in my webinars too, that I also do. Um, I'm just doing that all the time now. It's like, you know, it makes a difference. Um, and at the end of my workshop, when I was in the last half hour, I'd say, you know, it's not too late. All of that glory can still be yours. And, uh, so any other people would laugh, but people would do it. And so I would get in a you know, workshop of 30, 40 people. I would have, I don't know, five or 10 people sharing it on their social media. And then I was having people at other cities come and say, oh, I found out about you three days ago because my friend shared and I went and looked on your thing and, you know, and uh, here I am. So it's one of those things of why not? Yeah. You could, you could grow your social media following. If you've got a, you know, what it, it could just be directing say, look, hey, if you can share this and here's the link to use to my freebie or just direct them to my website, uh, you can tag me in that way. But if you could share on social media about this call happening and then they just take a photo of the screen or whatever and share it up, easy. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that for all those. But yeah, the free first Thursdays is one of the other things. Email. Um, i trying to think if there's that. Well, I do my puttering sessions and one-on-one coaching. I don't actually bring it up that much. But sometimes it feels like a fit. And I say, you know, I've got this membership. This might be, you know, of interest uh, to you. And certainly then live workshops when I've done the live workshops. Uh, there's that. And then something I'll be doing this year is getting into doing the hour-long signature workshops, Ella Bradley Morris. And um, and at those, that'll be the main thing that I'm plugging. Yeah. Is, hey, I've got, if you liked what you heard here and you want more, um, I mean, I'll probably direct them. I've got a starter kit on my website. Ah, that's the other thing. There's so many ways I'm promoting my membership. This is great. So, uh, but then, I wonder you're pulling in 30 to 40K. <laughs> right. So um, with the signature workshop, of course, you could do a plug, but I think I'll be directing people more to the starter kit, which has the full footage of my day-long workshop. It's a very curated marketing for hippies 101 uh, experience. Because uh, in that, that also then directs people to the membership. And it just has people on my email list where they're going to hear about the free first Thursdays. It directs people to my Facebook group. I guess that's another place I, uh, you know, when the uh, semesters are coming up that I'm promoting it. Uh, so, yeah, there's a number of ways. And it's good to yeah, think about what are all the ways that you could be uh, connecting people to it. The place I don't do it is on social media for the most part. I don't, once a quarter, I'll put something up like, hey, I've got a, a membership and here it is, or here's a different facet of it. I just know that Instagram is not going to be the place where somebody signs up. So I don't lean on it. I don't rely on it. For me, the, the if you're going to have social media, one of the main purposes of it, beyond just building a familiarity, trust, safety, they get to know you and your point of view, is to get them on your email list. Uh, if you can use your social media in such a way that it grows your email list, that is a fantastic use of your social media because the email list is where they're going to hear about it and or a Facebook group or something like that where you're in more regular contact. Uh, I don't, yeah. people do a lot better things with the Facebook group than I do in terms of engaging people. Uh, I'm just not that active in it. Uh, but those are, that's what I couldn't remember. Right and now. if you want to leave social media, then come to my thriving in business without social media masterclass. Uh, speaking of signature workshops, so um, my suggestion for all of you out there, as you've probably heard me harp on for quite a while, but you might be coming from Tad's audience and not quite have heard this as many times, is every single coach or creator, teacher, somebody, people that are offering workshops, transformational experiences and services need a signature workshop, a 60-minute free workshop that is like the gateway into your life's work and your world and all the offerings that you have that is like the best entry point for somebody new coming in to introduce them to your backstory, your philosophy, give them the first breakthrough experience and then call them to adventure to come with you. And this is, I did my thriving in business without social media. 
I accidentally discovered the power of signature workshops of like just doing the same workshop again and again and again on other people's virtual stages. Thanks to Tad mm. hosted me like a year and a half ago or whatever it was. And we had like 1100 people register for this workshop on thriving in business without social media. So then I just kept mm. refining it and then touring it and developing templates and media pages and all the things to make it as easy and plug and play as possible. And so um, if there's one strategy that you do out of all the strategies you could do, that would be something I would be sinking time into every week is the outreach and cultivation of relationships and developing that particular workshop. If you need help, then you can come be supported by that. That's what I do. Um, and as far as like all the other things, aside from a signature workshop, Tad, if mm. you know, you listed a bunch of things what would be the one or two things for anybody out there that's like, I only have two hours a week for marketing. What do you suggest I do with that time? For a membership? For promoting their membership or promoting a service, their workshop that's coming up. Oh my gosh. I'd say three come to mind right away. The, the most direct is one-on-one -on -one outreach. If you've got a membership, just consider, I mean, if you already have some nominal following, people have come to your workshops already, individual outreach uh, is the most surefire thing. I mean, yes, also you can send group things, but it's amazing how different the response is when you send a, a DM to somebody, you text somebody, you email somebody, you call somebody. Yeah, um, That is hands down the most reliable thing. Second is your email list. That is the workhorse of your uh, marketing that, you know, uh, so, you know, stay in touch with people via email, social media could be turned off. You could be canceled for your, your radical views at any point. Uh, it's you hippies. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, um, and they keep changing. They change their algorithm. They change the way they work. Uh, the functionality suddenly that you relied upon vanishes, uh, whereas email is just email. And, uh, so sending direct emails to your list, making the offers. That's number two. But number three, I would agree with Bradley um, over the years. So I've been doing this uh, for about 21 years now. And over those 21 years, the number one, first, if you're a service provider, the number one tool I've seen is what I used to call the intro workshop, the signature workshop, the, the free talk, the whatever you want to call it. Yeah. One hour. Um, that you can take online. If you're if you're live, you could do it maybe a little bit longer because people aren't gonna just vanish from the room like they would with Zoom. Yeah. But some sort of a just intro, a taster where they can get a sense of who you are, your vibe. Do they like you? Do they like your point of view? Do they resonate? Do they want to take another step closer? I've never seen anything that works better than it uh, in my own membership as I've been, uh, it's funny. So Bradley, start doing it, I guess, in some way as a result of things that happened with us. And then I've been re-inspired and telling members about it, sending them to Bradley's thing. And I'm hearing so many reports of people saying, I just did an intro workshop, my signature talk, and I got two new clients from it. So I don't know of anything better. If you're wanting clients, if you got a membership, this is how they get a taste of you Yeah. Um, live. Uh, and of course, doing it live rather than pre-recorded because if it's pre-recorded, uh, you know, they just listen and they, you know, turn it off. But if they're live and, and, they're, and they're engaged in some way, maybe they can ask you a question. It's just, it's a much better deal. And the difference between, you know, a signature workshop versus let's say free first Thursdays. There's no structure to free first Thursdays. I'm really freestyling. I'm just, whoever comes, I answer what their questions are. That's an entirely different thing than me yeah. saying, here's the kind of 30,000 foot view on how I see things. You're coming to me because you have XYZ problem. Um, okay, here's my take on it in brief. In short, this is why I think you haven't achieved that result. This is what I think you're missing. Here's the blind spots that most people have. This is the approach that I would suggest or recommend. Here's a little taste that can let you know that this is for real. And if you want more, here's where you go. That just works on a, on a million levels, getting to know you, getting to know your point of view, um, live being engaged. It just ticks all the boxes. It doesn't take a lot of time. And as Bradley's saying, doing the same workshop over and over again, if you want to burn out in your business, just do a new workshop every two weeks and keep it. Well, I've got to do something new and fresh. You don't, you take the same thing 
in front of other people's audiences once a month or once a quarter, you can offer it to, to your audience. I mean, this is Gemma Gilbert. Her thing is, who's fantastic, GemmaGilbert.com. She's great. But she'll do Facebook ads to, I think it's a monthly signature workshop. From the signature workshop, she then books people to a one-on-one call if it feels like a fit. And from that, if it's a fit, they join her programs. And that's her whole, you know, very simple. So simple. But if you take the any piece of that out, it doesn't work. If you take the signature workshop out, if she tried to do Facebook ads to a direct conversation with her, it's so unsafe for people. The risk is so high. And the signature workshop is one of those things I think just takes the risk down to the floor because now they know you. Maybe yeah. they have a chance to ask you a question. So I'm just, I agree. It's not saying, I teach a lot of the fundamentals that turn into signature workshops, the ethics piece, niching, point of view, uh, business yeah. model that sort of inform but um, Bradley's doing it. So I don't, I could, I suppose I could have come up with something on this, but I love what Bradley's doing so much. I like his structure of it. It's very simple. So um, yes, I think that would be number three for me as a tactic uh, in terms of filling stuff up. Um, and the templates are the yeah. beautiful thing about it. It's like you get to design the workshop, but then it's like your email outreach template that you send to all the hosts your follow-up email when they say yes to booking you is a copy paste. Here's the calendar link. Here's the media page to get all your pre-written emails and social media posts and all the things. It's like, it becomes this plug and play part of your business. I was telling you earlier, I did 20 workshops last year, grew my email list by 4,000 people doing one workshop. That's, it was roughly, you know, 20 hours of teaching time, maybe half, 10 hours of actual like back and forth and preparation, all that sort of stuff. And maybe an extra 10 hours of fine tuning, improving, dialing in systems, et cetera. So there's like 40 hours of actual time spent to grow the email list by 4,000 people. When was the last time social media did that for you without spending a fortune on social media and only spending 40 hours? And the, the thing I would say too is, and I got this from Rosso Lachlan, it's just good to remember most people don't buy today, they buy tomorrow. Um, yeah. you know, 15% of people will maybe buy in the moment, 85% will buy later. So when you do your signature workshop, there'll be some people that sign up for your membership or whatever your yeah. offering is. Most will not in the moment, but if they then join your email list and, or follow you on social media or whatever, and you can continue to build a relationship, there will come a moment when the time is right yeah. and they join and them having seen you live or been at a live workshop with you, it's just, I think a bit more of a connection. There's more of a reason to be on the email list. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I just, if you are a service provider and you're not doing signature workshops on the regular, you're missing out hugely. You could immediately be growing your list, be getting clients uh, within weeks of, yeah. of doing this. My suggestion would be like, if you're spending five or 10 hours on social media every week, scrolling, posting, mm -hmm. making content, et cetera, mm -hmm. replace that time with creating and touring your signature workshop. Oh and in a year from now, you're going to be so much further mm -hmm. along than just throwing content at the endless wall of Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever you're hanging out. I do, you know, I'm, I do a lot on uh, social media, mostly Instagram. And for me, that's a long game. Yeah. This is a, awareness building all this but if money is tight for you and you think i need to generate a lot of income in the next six to 12 months my advice would be stop all social media just put up a little thing as your last post saying uh, i'm just going on hiatus from social media for the next six months to a year uh, i won't really be here or i'll be posting extremely sporadically um and basically put it on on pause and as Bradley's saying you take the time that you would have and the money you would have spent on that and on ads for that yeah. all that if you took that and invested that into signature workshops um it's just dramatically better there's no doubt that's what i've seen over over 21 years of doing this um yeah yeah, yeah. yeah your your intro workshop was how we met came to your yeah. intro workshop yeah it's it's um it's true. So there we go. We started on memberships, ended on signature workshops. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. And it's, it, but yes, if you do have a membership, you've got to, ah, maybe this is the, the way to close it is 
Okay, so if you have a membership, one of the things you're going to deal with is just the attrition. Yeah. You'll make the membership better. Yeah. And you'll have it, people stuck around for two months and now it's three months. And you might even be so good that people stick around for a year. Okay. But then they go. So built into that membership model is the need to bring new people in. Yeah. And that, that you can't be passive about that. You really have to figure out how you're going to get people into it. Um, and again, uh, the, one-on-one -on -one outreach when you can, but sometimes you may hit the bottom of the barrel. Your email list will be huge for that because these are people who've already opted in. But then to even fill up your email list and to be reaching people directly, the signature workshop is still probably going to be your best way to um, do it because you're not going to do Facebook ads directly into a, a membership where they're paying so much a month. They're going to need some contact, um, I think, with you and familiarity with your point of view. That's more than can be conveyed in what Instagram allows. One thing that's been working with me that I'll just add on top of all this is like, if you do have a bit of extra time to like, if you stop doing so much social, you've got some time. I do uh, two hours every Friday and I do have six spots for these laser focused coaching sessions. So I've had the majority of those have come from people who have been on my email list for a while and they have never bought from me and so they come they get a free 15 minute coaching session i stagger them 20 minutes apart in case they go a few minutes over it's just two hours every friday and i send that link out i promote it on my website i promote it in my newsletters i promote it uh, when i teach my signature workshop first come first serve that's the same link that i give people when they join my membership that that's the link that they're going to book with if they want their free coaching session with me and that's been a great way people buying my one-off courses, joining my membership. I've had a couple like higher end projects unfold through that. So if you're, if all you have right now is your email list and you're trying to get a program going or a membership going, offer for a limited time only to start as an experiment. Mine was only meant to be a three month experiment because it's been so great and I've had so much fun with it. I'm continuing on with it this year, but do a 15 minute laser focus coaching session and put that out to your email list. And then the next step might be the invitation. If they're a fit, when you go through that coaching session to join whatever program or membership or whatever it is that you have. Last thought. I got this from Rosso Lachlan conversion engineering.co on the one-on-one -on -one outreach is if you have people joining your email list or you have a Facebook group, people joining or people are following you on social media, you can also directly message them and start a conversation. And that conversation will be, almost identical every time, very similar, but just, yeah, hey, um, what do you do? Uh, what has you follow me? Um, yeah, where are you struggling most? Hey, would you like some help with that? Here's what I've got, no pressure. You know, uh, Russell Lachlan has a bit of a format for this, but cool. without any format even, you could just start engaging them in a fairly directed conversation just to see, is this a fit? Is this the kind of person I could help? Do I have something that might help them? And then a real no pressure, just like, would you like to know more? I've got something I think might be able to help you. Um, here's the info. Why don't you go check it out? Let me know what you think. Feel free to ask me any questions. Uh, so, you know, if you're on social media, you can do it there. You have Facebook group, you can do it there. If you have an email list, you could be doing it there. And you don't even have to do it. You could be hiring somebody to just engage these conversations. But in the beginning, you just, you could do, if you're in the, if you're in the early days, and you're only getting like five people joining your email list every once in a while. Why not just send a personal, hey, thanks for joining? Because that one-on-one -on -one conversation uh, will just do so much more. We'll impress people. They won't be able to believe that they just heard from you directly. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then you can make an offer if there is an offer to make. Or that may turn, hey, you know what? Um, I, I don't do that. Bradley does this kind of thing on social media. If that's your question, you should go talk to him. So it doesn't even always have to be a plug for yourself or end in a pitch. It might end in a referral to somebody else or like, hey, you're on the wrong list. This yeah. isn't the, the space for you. In the early days, we just have more time than money. Yeah. You know, I don't have a lot of clients. So I've got some space. So one-on-one -on -one engaging conversations to work your list, work your email list, both in delivering value, but also in hey, we got this thing starting. Anyone interested, let, let us know. And three signature workshops to fill it up. This is what's going to keep your membership uh, going, I would say. Yeah, I uh, love it. That's great. If you have more questions, respond to this and we could do a follow-up call as well. 
Uh, if you're building a mighty network and need support, come check out Magic Media. That's one of the services that we offer. If you're looking for support with your marketing, niching, making some fast cash this year, go check out marketingforhippies.com. Regardless of what you do, make sure you make it magical in the world because the world needs your magic. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com and explore what our partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.